0: The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy-peasy with us by your side. Good morning all, this is Ryan Tuberty with you on Monday morning. It's just gone five past nine and it is the 4th of the 4th, 2022. Still in April. It kind of just started April really and uh, we're here till the end of April and into May and June and July and August and so forth but uh, definitely till 10 o'clock 51551 that's the text number this Monday morning open for business and all your emails are very welcome to Ryan at ryan.rte.ie I will begin by referring to that uh, weekend that just went by because it was an extremely hectic weekend it was a very beautiful weekend and um, it was a weekend like no other I've ever had in my life, I'll be honest with you. Um, we we finished the late, late show on Friday, uh, which in itself was a bizarre mountain to climb. It was a lot of pressure trying to sing with Michael Bublé. It's like a pea shooter trying to fire at a Sherman tank. And uh, the tank won, but, you know, it was it was fun getting there. So that was, that was a whole heap of fun. He's a very nice fella, but... Then, uh, of course, uh, Siobhan McSweeney was also a tremendous company. You'll know her from Dairy Girls and so on. But uh, then uh, we had headed towards um, our chat with uh, the great Barry McGuigan, um, who I've really grown very fond of, and, and if he doesn't mind me saying so, quite close to in, in recent uh, years. And um, we then, myself and Barry, made our way to Mayo uh, on a Saturday morning uh, with Danielle. My, my friend and colleague and we got there um, just, just they left a little early so we had to myself and Barry had to do a little run for the first part that was nice no pressure at all there no pressure trying to keep up with Barry McGuigan jogging up Crow Patrick at all I was fine I was I, I got four hours sleep I was great um, and he's only what has he ever done anyway he's not that fit I mean anyway we got there and we caught up with the, with the gang and there was something very beautiful happening on Crowpatrick on Saturday. Everywhere I looked, I saw joy and I saw happiness and I saw a lot of tears and I saw a lot of love. Uh, it was a... I'm, I'm not really a religious guy, but I can see what Charlie Bird meant when he said he's become more spiritual because... It, it, there's something about that, that the, the reek, you know, it, it, it's a special place. It's Crow patrick It, it has its reasons and it, it, it probably if, emits some class of, uh, some sense of spirituality, perhaps, if that's, your, if that's your thing. But you can certainly see, as somebody who likes to observe humanity in all its glory, you could see it there in a very beautiful way. And the sun came out and then very quickly the sun went away. And the cold rain came down to remind us how human we are. And that didn't last too long, to be honest with you, because then the sun came out again. And by the time we all made our way up to the top of the reek, the sun was shining. The Clube Pipe Band started to play. Uh, Daniel and Charlie and myself gathered around his family, Claire and his daughters and his grandchildren. Charlie cried and cried and cried. And... I urged him and said, There's a shoulder there if you need it. Get busy. And Claire said, I, I, I think I said one point to Claire, Tell me they're happy tears, Claire. She said, They're happy tears. I said, Okay, good. He's crying happy tears. He's, he was overwhelmed by the enormity of it. It was such an achievement for him, physically, personally, uh, but also uh, just for his soul. I think it was something really, really uh, important. He said some beautiful words at the top of the mountain, as did Daniel O'Donnell. And. People, I, 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 we did photographs uh, up and down, the, constantly up and down the mountain, which was all part of it. And I saw people fall. It's not almost biblical. You saw people falling. And other people would go up to and and give them a hand. There was this lovely sense of community, humans at their best, Ireland at its most gorgeous, especially when they realised that they just hit two million euro donations. Don't forget that in the middle of it all for the Irish Motor and Neuron Disease Association and Pieta. So at so many levels, the micro level of somebody falling, can I help you? Take my arm, take my hand. I, I, there's, the, there's what's called the shale, which is the brittle bit of stone and rock, which goes on for, again, it's like dog ears. It felt like it was going on for hours and hours. It was only probably about 20 minutes, but you put your foot on a bit of it and that gives way. So you go back a couple of steps to go back up. I mean, this is part of the, it's not the lessons you learn from the mountains. It's like life. Sometimes you go back a few steps. Sometimes you go forward. Sometimes you need help. You know, it's it's a, it's it's a metaphor, isn't it? And uh, that shale part of it was 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 tough. That's where you, I, I'd like to thank the number of people I slipped down through the rocks and land on. I landed on. You just land on people, people particularly people who had sticks because they were able to prop themselves up. So I would land on them. Thankfully, there's not a whole heap of me to land on anyone. So I don't think I caused them any physical pain, maybe psychological scars. But certainly they were, <laughs> you were a great help. Um, and uh, it was a joy. I met, I think I met somebody, people from every county in Ireland on, on that mountain. And um, I think uh, that Charlie uh, was it, mission accomplished. He said he was going to do it. He said he was going to raise money. He said he was going to raise awareness. He said he was going to bring us all with him. Take a bow. It was a beautiful story. Um, I was chronicling it all on Instagram because otherwise it didn't happen. And that, the response on that was lovely and thanks to everybody for looking at it and, and, and donating. Um, and over the weekend here, we were in on data with emails from people who were... who That was the way that people seemed to be watching it was online. Whether it's through Twitter or an Instagram or Facebook, it's just stories popping up all the time. So it's quite an interesting way to chronicle the whole event. Because obviously it wasn't, you know, you couldn't, it wasn't like a telethon, you could watch it all day, but this way you kind of could. So that made people feel part of it. And a lot of people got in touch to say, we felt we were there, um, you know, or at least we felt we were part of the experience. And I thought that was really lovely. And thanks to our friends from Midwest Radio who had a presence from the early hours till it all ended. Um and they were amazing. Thanks to the army, I had the chief of staff and myself fell into step at one point and had the chats and charming man and great chat and uh, great vision for our defence forces. Just uh, as we were talking, um, I know that Baz and uh, and uh, I didn't see Baz weirdly. He was there, but uh, we were just caught up in the run. Met Dermot briefly. Um, Director General of RT D. Forbes was there and she did the climb and I saw Ali Magner in the distance I saw some of my colleagues from the newsroom Fran McNulty was there and others and um, Dermot Bannon of course was there and Carl Henry was there and John Fitzpatrick was there and all these people who made a promise to their friend um, uh, delivered on them and uh, then of course the people the, the, uh, people who just heard about the story and watched it on the Late Late Show and said, "I want to be part of that." It was just, it was, it was particularly lovely. So, thanks everybody for such a lovely welcome and for being part of that story. As I say, I've never, I've never felt or seen anything like it in my life. So, uh, yeah, I hope you you got uh, some something from it as much as I did. Uh, Hilary McGrath was on to say, uh, "Well done and all that." And my little boy Caden is ten months old. Did his first hike had his first picnic this weekend when we did our climb with Charlie at 12 in, the, in County Clare. So I'd love if you could mention him. Of course, Caden McGrath, good man. One walker we passed said he was the youngest walker out there today. Yeah, I met a few babies uh, on Saturday. Um, and Phil Brown was on today. Our 14-year-old daughter, Kira Brown, was born with no lower limbs and she was watching the late, late. She saw Charlie and all about his climb and decided to climb the stairs in her prosthetics. How about that? This is the first time that she's been able to do it in her prosthetic prosthetic, but she was determined, and hopefully you can see the results. And um I am so happy to hear that, Phil. And and Kira, congratulations to you. That is not a small achievement, and you know it's it's bigger than anything I did. So I love you for it. Thank you for, for doing that. Uh Maeve was on. The entire gamut of emotions dug deep into many hearts during last Friday's late late, as Baron McGuigan shared openly with the nation his deep grief. As a result of the loss of pre- precious family members over recent years, on Saturday, as reports and video clips which climb Charlie reached our screens, and on Sunday night, on RT, his Baz and his troop of spectacular volunteers created magic for the family of a Wexford man suffering from motor neuron disease, not to mention the unspeakable suffering of the people of Ukraine and other war-torn countries. I am grieving deeply for my darling brother, says Maeve Declan, who died from cancer on the 8th of January. And the last few weeks, I've found especially difficult. For some reason this weekend, I've been very moved by the courage and strength and resilience shown by some of the people I've mentioned, including, of course, Vicky Phelan, who carry extremely heavy crosses. Suffering is raw and cold and cruel and it's part of the human condition and no one escapes. Showing empathy and offering emotional and practical support, lending a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on, Helps more than people realise, says Maeve, and um, walking arm in arm with those who struggle is key. Tears, laughter, music, making memories all have an important role to play and Easter is the story of victory over suffering and death. So may all who suffer be consoled by faith and friendship and most of all, love. Well said. Beautifully reflective and uh, beautifully written email. Bear Bannock, indeed, to you, Maeve, and uh, thank you for your lovely thoughts. I'm glad you mentioned Vicky. We were in touch over the weekend and she is, uh, she in fact, at one point on the top, of the top of the mountain, they put the microphone to the phone and Vicky joined us live. Uh, so she was there in some way, yeah, it was amazing. The sound was really good, so we could all hear her. And it felt, wow, this is really <laughs> The band's all back together now, you know, it was really sweet. So I love that. And, um, uh, we thank you to uh, the crew from uh, Baz's Bunch as well, they were there and all there. Uh, great stuff, and thanks to. Shannon, who was a part of that group, and she was great help up and you know, certainly going down the mountain. Thanks for that, Shannon. And also, you talk about the Wexford man suffering from motor neuron disease featured on the programme last night. I actually had a great chat with him and um, his other half uh, I, when we were down having a burger and a Coke after the the climb, and they're a beautiful family. And um, that programme, which I didn't get a chance to see, but I will, because it, uh, I'm a fan of Baz and I'm a fan of that programme. Um, and uh, I wish them well this morning. But you also mentioned Ukraine. and you know I did watch the news last night it's butchery over there it's barbarism over there Uh, 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 what the Russians have done to those people in the suburbs of Kiev Um, it is unnerving and it's worrying and it's awful so I'm glad you mentioned that uh, this morning I'm just looking for a piece here because I see Beaulieu's um, are doing something special which I was very happy to read in the st- start this morning Ukrainian refugees are to be offered employment and training help at a famous Dublin cafe which is putting Red Cross buns on its menu Hot Cross buns and Red Cross buns isn't that clever Yeah, uh, so Bewley's Cafe in Grafton Street is a spot I like to go to they're going to be selling pastries in place of its usual Hot Cross variety until Easter with the proceeds going to the Irish Red Cross good move and coupled with the fundraising drive, the cafe is bringing in interpreters to provide a practical welcome and employment advice and training services to new arrivals. So that is a smart move and God help us, they they, they need all the love and help they can get our friends from Ukraine uh, this morning. I also want to give um, a special mention to a poor woman, a woman who died while hiking in the Galti Mountains for the climb uh, at the weekend. Uh, her name was Cora O'Grady, according to journal.ie, uh, from... In she was only 51 She has uh, two children Luke and Lily are 11 and 8 respectively And unfortunately she was taking part in this event At the Galtimore Mountains in T- Tipperary She's from Mitchellstown herself uh, Was part of a group uh, raising funds And she was near the summit And she became unwell And sadly she passed away So I'm thinking of her family this morning uh, what what a generous spirit that she had to do that and then for that to happen is unspeakable so uh, sending you uh, uh, love and condolences this Monday morning and thank you uh, for letting us know that um, uh, so that's a, that's a desperate end to that story um, meanwhile 51551 I need to go back to some of the texts just to say that, uh, some thanks to, to the wonderful MND nurses who climbed the week with us on Saturday amazing support in the lives of people with MND and their families and just amazing professionals um, another from EFA says, Listening to Claire Mole, Charlie's wife, talking on Morning Ireland about the possibility of building a respite centre uh, near Beaumont. I think it's a brilliant idea. In 2003, we spent three weeks in Beaumont with my mum, Caroline, who had NMND, took it in turns to sleep on the floor of her room every night. A respite centre is much needed. So um, that is a great plan. I have to agree with you, Ryan, says uh, Tex. We had a great day um, for everyone. It was a wonderful experience to climb Cropatricks from Joe and Brian, Siobhan and Anne in Dublin. Johnny Aylward from New Ross is also suffering from MMD and it was amazing to see the love of his family and friends on DIY. That's it. That's Johnny who I was talking to over the burger and coke the other night, uh, the other day at the after the climb. Uh, lovely fella. Uh, Ireland at its very best. That's yeah. That's something I found myself saying a lot on Saturday because it just felt so good. Um, on the on behalf of the Motor Neuron Disease Nurses, thank you dearly for your gracious time on top of the week. The sun shone on the snow. The light shone on each and every one. Uh, who has ever climbed uh, in their lives heroes all so grateful and privileged to be part of this enormous family who climb mountains every single day and for those we've left behind and those we need to mind and support living with MND we will do whatever we can what a nice thing to say from Ethna Cawley who's a motor neuron disease uh, nurse and thank you for that lovely message uh, thank you for the Instagram stories. You're welcome. It looked, aside from the challenge of climbing the mountain, everybody looked like they were having fun. Yeah, it was really sweet and sharing stories. Uh, thank you, Stuart. Uh, it was good. Uh, congratulations to all. It was my moving day. And Daniel O'Donnell was so good doing MC and staying with Charlie all the way and even sang for all of us after we climbed. Back down. Yeah, he was great, uh, Daniel the Super. And met you briefly on Saturday as we got to the top of the Crow Patrick's, his trees. It was a wonderful day, beautiful in every way. Where everyone helping each other, just wonderful. Uh, only one thing I actually forgot to give you uh, the jelly beans I had for you. I still have them. Send them in. Don't be just. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Thank you. Now, I will say I'm a jelly baby guy, more than a jelly bean guy, but I'd, I'll take the jelly bean. Somebody did give me a jelly bean the other day. I think I had it. It was nice. I needed it. Um, some little news from the Grammys last night. We we're kind of taking slight uh, ownership of uh, Rhiannon uh, Giddens and Francesco Teresi, who won the Grammy Award for Best Folk Album. Well done to them for their "Calling Me Home." They recorded it uh, during COVID in in here in Ireland. They're two expats and uh, found themselves drawn to and comforted by the music of their native and adoptive countries of America and Italy, and now where they live, Ireland, which they recorded and uh, in a small working farm outside Dublin and the result is a 12-song album and speaks to an unusual expression but it does to longing for the comfort of home as well as to the metaphorical call uh, home of death and the album track Avalon written by Giddens, Therese and Justin Robinson was also nominated for Best American Roots Song so that's a good news story so well done to them both little little flavour of Aval- of Avalon don't have too much of it but just to get a sense of what we're talking about here winning the Grammy <music> Kind of the, the appellation sort of feel to it, a folk feel to it, a really nice, uh, and th- uh, that's uh, congratulations to them on their Grammy to Rhiannon Giddens and Francesco Teresi. Um, so we'll claim a little bit of that Grammy, I think, he there's a, a, a bang of hibernia off it, so we'll take it. Um, th- our guest this morning, I mean, this is uh, she's joining us in a few minutes, she's outside, she's good to go. Her name is Sheila Ferguson, you will know her because you will know of the Three Degrees and she was one of the Three Degrees. So I'm actually very excited to welcome her into studio in due course. So why don't we listen to the the Three Degrees in, in, in all their glory. When will I see you? Degrees. Uh, one of whom, Sheila Ferguson, will be joining us in a couple of minutes' time. So I'm excited about that. Um, another honourable mention this morning for Jessie Buckley, yet again, at uh, this time for being named winner of the best actress category at the Critics Circle Theatre Awards. Uh, this is for her role in Cabaret, which apparently, in which she's apparently amazing. So I'm delighted for her. So congratulations. She's Sally Bowles in that, and another feather in uh, a very busy cap for, uh, for, for uh, Jessie Buckley. Um, the film Morbius, which uh, just looks so awful, um, is number one in the uh, charts. And I say awful, it's, it's not that I. It's just. Marvel, they don't. It's not. It's really just. It, it, there's a quality control. You have to make something out of everything. Just take it easy. Take it easy, Marvel. What's wrong? Anyway, it, it, it did win, but, it, but not so well. Not It, it wasn't as successful as their others. And poor old Bill Fries has died at 93. Yeah, so who's he? He's the guy who wrote and sang, uh, wrote uh, "Convoy," the famous song that was from the movie that was on TV seemingly every day when we were kids. Uh, look at the text; They're still there. The people really want, yeah, they, they they really want to talk about the the, the week and the excitement of the weekend, and I understand that. Wonderful weekend, says one. Uh, I climbed the reek. There was such a positive atmosphere, a special day, never to be forgotten. Whatever was happening on the second, it realised the thread of love and honesty and goodness within within us all to unite in a sort of day-long prayer of just being us. So thank you, Charlie Bird, for letting it happen. I played tunes with Matt Malloy at the summer, which polished my experience of the day off nicely. I'd say it did. Uh, the Hartstown Leak Slip Hiking Group uh, climbed uh, Sleeve Foy on Saturday. Lots of other groups. It also was very worthwhile cause. We also carried yellow and blue ribbons to remind us of the suffering in Ukraine. Well done. Yeah. And inspired by Charlie, I climbed Crowpatrick yesterday, Sunday. The lovely atmosphere continued with lots of talk of Charlie's courage all the way up. My twisted ankle will heal, but memories of the day and all the many kindnesses witnessed will last forever. Um, and on they go. But I do want to uh, take a break from that for a moment because we have to actually take a break and then we'll uh, say hello to Miss Sheila Ferguson. <laughs> The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. Okay, it's not even 10 o'clock. I feel like i lived a lifetime this morning. What a wonderful woman she is. I really enjoyed meeting her. Um, As Bob says, if Sheila's earthy laugh was bottled and sold on the internet, it would make millions happy. Yeah, Um, she was so much fun and so much insight into the world and... Humans and and everything like that. I I sincerely could not believe when they said she was seventy four. I thought you were joking. She you will put the picture up on you know, on the um, Instagram or have you later on. You'll see for yourself just uh, how amazing she is. Sheila Ferguson of the Three Degrees, but now at the Gosh Energy Theater starring in Chicago. Gun on, her. It's seven minutes to ten. This young gentleman has a new album out and new music out, and you know he's got a huge fan club um, you know, upstairs in the office. Uh, this is Harry Styles. Terry Styles has a, a message there. It says a 47-year-old me never thought I'd be saying this, but that is a beautiful song by you can't be a music snob, but I, I understand you've, you've 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 grown, and uh, you've thought, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I like this song. Good on you. Listening to Sheila Ferguson says, uh, Owen and Nathan Rye, a great storyteller, a tonic with an infectious laugh, long may she thrive, that's for sure. Uh, and so many more messages on the climb. So we'll try and get to a few of those after this. <laughs> Made it to the top of the uh, the week says John Wall on Saturday and it's a moment I'll never forget I'm a terminal cancer patient and the love and support of my friends got me up there a truly momentous occasion I did it for Vicky and Brian and two great friends with us up there in spirit well said so John and wishing you every happiness this morning and good on you and listening to you this morning says another I'm so proud of the people of Ireland. We are such a kind and generous nation north and south and may we never change. Parents and carers should be eternally proud. That, 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 that's it. I saw the tricolour uh, at the top of the Croke uh, Patrick uh, flying in the wind uh, just near a Ukrainian flag and we'd all thought about all these things um, as you would do and it was a very beautiful moment for a country as I say at its best. It's 10 o'clock. Stay tuned to Claire Byrne. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you tomorrow. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE radio player.